0: All right y'all, good evening and welcome back to the Big Four Sports Podcast. Happy Wednesday, happy hump day. You already know what it is. Uh for the first time I actually have my dog with me for this, for one of these recording sessions. Not both, but one of them. Always good to have some company, but um So, one of my supporters, he DM'd me. I'm I'm actually going to pull up the DM right here on on my sports page at, uh, it's a Big Four Sports Podcast. No spaces. Go check it out. And he sent me a clip that was Giannis only taking one dribble to go three quarters court, and it's going viral right now. So you'll most likely see it. But it, but it, but he said you must address traveling on on, on the podcast. You, it's the literal reason why I can't watch the NBA anymore. Special episode request. You're not gonna need a special episode. We got it right here. And looking at the clip back, one two yeah, that's it. That's at least seven steps. That's a travel, and traveling has became such a huge issue because 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 he also tagged me another video of like this guy recreating just absolute insane travels and like and stuff like that it's 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 an absolute clown show and and i and I'm gonna keep it on it's a huge problem, and I one hundred percent understand why people may may be like, oh, this is the reason why I can't watch the n b a anymore you know, stuff like that, but it's hysterical because you're only supposed to take, like, two to three dribbles with, you know, a basketball, and, and, and you can't just hold it up like this. It's an absolute clown show, and it needs, it needs to be called more, and I feel like the players of the NBA have, have, have really just kind of let this go. Like, yeah, we can take, like, four to five steps. We won't get called for it. We can, we, we can just go and run this offense and, and think ahead of, oh, we can take five steps with a basketball and not have to dribble. You know what I mean. So yeah, I I I completely understand what he's saying. You know, like, like yeah, I I I, I completely I, I completely understand what he's saying and what and, and why he hates traveling so much. I I I hate it too, and I feel like it's a massive problem in the NBA right now. You know, like you'll like you'll see like. Russell Westbrook take like seven steps and just hold the and hold and just hold the ball like he's holding a football and running like sixty yards down the field. This has turned into a clown show. So yeah, like my my honest take on, on, on traveling, it there need there needs to be something that can limit how many steps a player can take with a ball. And this is also kind of the refs' fault. Like 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 they need to be they need to be like on their stuff, you know what I mean? Like they like they need to be on it, but they're just not on it. So that so you can have LeBron James taking, like, five steps of the basketball and just holding it like he's holding a football and going to run down the field 60 yards. So, yeah, uh, that's that. And um, also, I, I I do appreciate my community a lot because we've hit 300 all-time plays on the podcast, 300 all-time downloads on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. There's, and you can also check out clips on Instagram if you don't feel like watching the whole episode. It'd be very appreciated if you watched if you watched or listened to the whole that dep- to the whole episode. But you, you can also check out little clips on on like YouTube on like like YouTube Shorts and Instagram Reels. And yes, I do not do TikTok because I'm I'm so against TikTok. I'm 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 like the only kid that's truly against TikTok. Like you, like you, you may never find we may never find another me, like somebody like me. We may never find it again fact we'll never find it again a a kid that's against tiktok is really what i'm saying because i'm because i'm so against it i absolutely i absolutely refuse to use it and i'm i'm not going to use it i'm 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 just going to stick to youtube shorts and instagram reels so yes if you want to if you want to go check out short form content of this of this episode you can go check out um instagram reels which is big four sports podcast no spaces and then on youtube big four sports podcast how it is listed as the podcast name Okay, I'm 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 done yapping about that. So, speaking about the NBA, uh, last week I did a tier list for NHL teams. Now we're gonna be doing the exact same thing, but for NBA. So really, so so really, we're just gonna drag drop and talk how we did it the first time. We're gonna start off with the tier list, and then we'll talk about Celtics and Bruins and stuff like that. I should, probably, I, should probably, I should probably close my door. I I left it open because well, because in case my dogs wanted to get out and they wouldn't. You know, interrupt the show because they'd be barking or whatever. Yeah, let me just close that. Alright. So. This is gonna be very interesting because. Because, um, I actually just wanted to speak on the Detroit Pistons for a minute. Because. Like I knew they weren't going to be a good team. I but I thought they were going to improve. I didn't expect them to be 2 in 20 or 2 in 21 on a 20 game losing streak and they and thank you Pistons for joining the New England Patriots in a no win November. That's absurd. See, even the worst NBA team of all time won a game in November. What? Another another god Randy what? All right, sorry y'all. Alright, Brandy, you're back. Okay, so let's start it off with the 76ers currently at 15 and 7, and I'm gonna say they're off to an amazing start. Like. I I did not expect this team to be good. I thought they were gonna be on a decline. I thought they I thought I I thought they were gonna be kinda horrible. But they're not that bad. Like, Tyrese Maxey's playing out of his head. Joel Embiid is. I don't think he's playing at his MVP level that he was last year, but he's still playing really good. And getting rid of James Harden, I think, was the best thing to ever happen to them. God, I hate that guy. He's such a clown. All right, Wizards. Honestly, this is kind of what we expected. Like from the Wizards, this is this is this kind of what we expected. Like them to be just kind of horrible and be in the running for you know like first overall pick. I will say, three hundred and nineteen is definitely not good. But Jordan Poole, that guy is just kind of bad. Like he was—he was able to pop off with the Warriors, but he can't do squad duty. He, He's—he's—he's been on a decline, and this—this—this this might be one of those interesting downfalls of all time. Yes, either way, this is kind of what we expected. We expected the Wizards to be like historically bad this year, and hopefully they get like number one pick, and maybe they just kind of—they—they—they they, they just start over. I think trading Bradley Beale and Chris Sats was the start to that. Just complete rebuild. And they and they and they fired their GM. Amazing. Alright, so yeah, let's move let's move on. Atlanta Hawks. Not a good um uh, I'm actually gonna put them in horrible start, they're cooked. This team that this team's cooked. Like the Atlanta Hawks are cooked. They have no other players around like trading John Collins was the worst thing that they could ever do. Because John Collins was, he was playing the best on that team. Like has has been playing the best on that team for a long time. I know Trey Young and Dejounte Murray are two really good players. But I think the Atlanta Hawks are the Los Angeles Angels. They're like the Los Angeles Angels because the Angels have like I know the the Angels have technically the two best players in the world. But the Atlanta Hawks have two really really good players on their team and yet and yet because their their surroundings are just so horrible they can't win that's how the hawks are and this and this is kind of starting to take a toll on them you know what i mean all right cleveland cavaliers they're 7 seed i'm on, i'm i'm going to say i know they still have a winning record but they are just not off to a good start I'm just i i just got my i honestly wonder if you can see them in the camera now you can't Okay, but yes. Either way, the Cavs are thirteen and ten. They're seventh in the in the conference. There's this team's still gonna make the playoffs. I just, I feel like they've been kind of disappointing. I know Evan Mobley's t- currently injured, but yeah, I'd, I I'd, I I kind of think that the Cavs have been just kind of kind of disappointed. They could be doing much better, and I think they will pick it up, but. That's conversation for another day. Now we have the Pistons. I don't. I don't care. They're two and twenty. I don't care when we didn't expect them to be a good team. They're already tanking, and it's December. I had to think about that for a minute. It's December, and they're already tanking. They have good talent, like Kate Cunningham, Asar Thompson, and like, like they have some. They have some good talent. They're just kind of wasting it, and and I think they'll need like one or two more drafts to, you know, truly like get the job done. and and bring a championship back to Detroit. Now I have both dogs with me. This is a bit painful, but it's also good. Pacers. I don't. I honestly say they're off to a really good start. No, not the Bulls. The Bulls will get to in a, for another time. But yeah, either way, Pacers great great start. They 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 made the in season tournament final. I know they got beat by fifty one by the Celtics, but that doesn't matter at the end of the day. The fact that Tyrese Halliburton's playing like an MVP, I, I think he he could win MVP. Just, just I don't know, there's, there's well, Giannis in the league, there's Joel Embiid in this league as well. There's, sadly, at, at, even at the age of 39, there's LeBron James in the league, which I don't like that guy. But. but, yes, Tyrese Halliburton's playing like an MVP. The whole team's playing really good. And the reason why I don't say amazing start is because... Is because they 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 when they when a good team when a when like one of the top teams in the league have came to play the Pacers they just kind of struggled. Yes, good job on taking the wins while you have them, but I feel like they're kind of like the Miami Dolphins, just really only taking the easy wins and even the easy wins the Dolphins still can't really get. Just look at last night, choked a thirteen point lead with four minutes left. But yes, either way, I think the Pacers have kinda of struggled when the top teams in the league come to play them. So that's why I have them in a really good start. Bulls. I'm honestly I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put them an average start what we expected. I don't really have I should actually type that in. Because the Bulls, I knew they were gonna be an absolute dumpster fire this year and hopefully come, you know trade deadline time, they completely mortgage everybody off. They mortgage off Zach Levine, mortgage off DeMar DeRozan, mor- mortgage off Nikola Vucevic. Like, does anybody know what's happening with the Bulls? I know they're I know they're a dumpster fire. Like I knew this year they were gonna be a dumpster fire. That's why I had them coming in fourteenth this year. But yes, nine of fifteen I will say is kind of it's kind of above standards. I like, above what I expected. But either way they're I I I just please Chicago Bulls mortgage everybody off please yes either way the the Bulls are going to be an absolute dumpster fire this year all right up next we have the Bucks uh, i'm, I'm going to put them in a really good start it, like not actually i'm i'm going to put them in what we expected no actually no i'm, I'm going to keep them in a really good start they're still off to a great start but Damian Lillard's not playing good like, I'd like I had Damian Lillard in fantasy basketball. There, there should be some, should, there should be some genuine concern when it comes to Damian Lillard because he can't, he can't knock down a three right now, and it, 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 it is honestly kind of concerning. And the the Bucks have have some games where they'll just they'll just go way behind in the beginning, and they'll and they'll, but then they'll eventually come back and still lose. They'll have games every once in a while where they just get their asses handed to them. But yes, either way, the Bucks are still going to make the playoffs. They're, they're, they're still going to be a top seed, but if they can go past the first round, that's up in jeopardy right now. But up next, we have Toronto. Dog. All right. Next up, we have the Raptors. Same record as the Chicago Bulls at 9-15. and 15. What? All right, y'all. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, y'all. Okay. Raptors. Dude, I'm going to put the Raptors in honestly what we expected. I knew this was... Brandy, shut up! Sorry, y'all. <laughs> Alright. Alright. Yeah, so... That that, that that That's just what happens. It's, it's always my luck that... Alright. Thank God that's over. But yes, up next we have the Toronto Raptors. I'm honestly going to put them in what we expected. No one, like... Here's my here here's my thing with the Raptors is the fact that they're always just uh, I always think they're a dumpster fire yet they're always just so good to stay out of the draft they're always just good enough to stay out of the draft's lottery and this year selling off Fred VanVleet and the not really the roster being talented and I I I just knew the Raptors weren't going to be good and I think and I think they're kind of cooked We're, there's really nowhere to go but down all right let's move. To the Dallas Mavericks, um, um, amazing start to the season. Derek Lively is playing awesome. Luka Doncic is being Luka Doncic, and Derek Lively has been able to give him, you know, support in a way. With the Dallas Mavericks roster around Luka Doncic being just kind of horrible, I think Derek Lively has stepped up in a big way. And they're they're currently third in the in the Western Conference, which is which is very good in a, in. A very very tough conference, like like I'd say honestly, the mavs the Mavericks are like the the Western Conference is the better conference than the Eastern Conference, but yeah, either way the the Mavericks are playing really good right now, and I think and I I think that they they can make the playoffs as like a top four seed and get you know home and get and get home court in the playoffs, which could be a huge advantage to them. All right, Denver Nuggets. Currently fifteen and nine. I'd say they could they could be doing a lot better, but still a really good start for the Nuggets. They've they lost some talent in the off season, like you, you know, losing Bruce Brown, who's a huge you know, who who's a huge bench player for them. Like he is their he's their true sixth man. And that's and for Bruce Brown, I don't think the Nuggets win a championship, but Either way, the nu- the Nuggets are still gonna be really good. They're still gonna make the playoffs. They're they'll most likely make the finals again. But it, it just it just feels like usually they're like the I feel like they could just be doing a lot better. That's all I'm saying. Memphis, oh my God! They're if they can, if they're doing this horrible six and sixteen without John Moran, you know you don't have a good basketball. <coughs> You know you don't have a good basketball team, and I actually think he's coming back soon. So, but yes, if you know you're not a good basketball team when you when you're six and sixteen without a Jaw, that's so bad. Yeah, Memphis is cooked. Timberwolves. I don't need to go much into it. They're at the top of the Western Conference, which they should have been a year ago. Um, amazing start. I'm actually gonna put them at the front of amazing start because they're they're, they're the bet. I think. It's between the the Wolves and the Celtics right now for best team in the league. Cause, dude, Carl Anthony Towns is playing really good. Rudy Gobert, I I called it. I told you guys Rudy Gobert was gonna be playing at a Defensive Player of the Year caliber, and he's the best defensive player in the league right now. So many people clown me for that, but, well, look, look where we are. I and mean, Anthony Edwards is playing like an MVP. And they're they're and Jaden and they're getting Jaden McDaniels back soon, so Yeah, I think this this Timberwolves team will if if they can keep it up, they but they, they truly have no limits. Like they can they, they they control their own destiny is really what I'm trying to say. Spurs. I wanna have so much optimism for the Spurs, but they're like the pistons. Good talent, but they just suck. They've lost 17 straight games, which is impressive. Hey, but at least they won a game in November, which is hard to say. But yeah, either way, San Antonio Spurs—they're cooked. I I I wouldn't I wouldn't say they're cooked because well they have because they because they have Wemby, they have Devin Vassell, they have a really good squad, but they just they just can't put it together right now. I don't I don't think they're cooked, but they're off to a horrible start. Utah Jazz. Honestly not not a good start. I thought that I thought that the Jazz were gonna be were gonna be a really good team this year. Because what be because well they, they showed a lot of promise last year when they had like little to no talent and everybody thought the Jazz were gonna be an absolute dumpster fire. And right now they're just not off to a good start. Laurie is not playing that good. And their new addition, John Collins, hasn't really done squadoosh either, so Yeah, I don't think that really helps. Let's move to the Clippers. Clippers are 12 and 10. This is the same old Clippers. They're always the we all we they always have so much talent, and they're always good enough to make the postseason. But you can't depend on them winning a championship. This is what we expected, you know. So yeah, currently currently sitting 12 and 10, and I I I, I know the Clippers aren't winning a championship this year. The Suns. Wait a minute. Oh my God, the Suns are out of the playoffs. Let's go, man. The Sun, the Suns just are always. This is the KD Devin Booker show. Like, I saw, I like, I, I, I saw this one Phoenix Suns fan as soon as they traded for Bradley Beal. I was like, dude, you might as well just give us the championship after they lost Chris Paul. Chris Paul was the perfect fit. For 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 Kevin Durant and Devin Booker, he was the perfect fit, and now you get an and now you get an injury-prone Bradley Beal. Your team's not that good, and they're starting they're starting small forward. I don't they're starting small forward. I don't know who he is. He'd be a thirteen on the Celtics, but what I mean by thirteen is like bottom of the bench player, and he he'd be like a he'd be a, he'd be like a seven or an eight on any other team. I, I think that's a glaring problem. For the Suns right now. And that's why they're they're not a good basketball team. They'll probably make the playoffs as an eight seed. But they're just going to get immediately eliminated. Like this team doesn't know. Th- like they don't know how to build a basketball team down in Phoenix. Up next we have Portland. I'd love to be so optimistic about them as well. But I can't. That team just has no talent even with Damian Lillard they were still so horrible and Damian Lillard had to drop 70 for them to win by 10 last year if you guys if you guys remember that when they when they uh when they played the Houston Rockets you know like Dame dropped like 70 I think it was like 73 or something like that and they only won by like 15 so all right, let's move on to the Sacramento Kings. I'd, I'd say they're in a fine place right now. They're at the 5 seed, which is just kind of what we expected. We expected the Kings to be—we expected the Kings after they almost beat the Warriors in the first round. We expected them to, you know, make it, you know, make, make it back to the postseason. Right now, they're right in the thick of it, which is honestly right, right where I would want to be if I'm a Sacramento Kings fan. Let's move to the Knicks. And the Knicks, uh, they haven't been a bad team. But I still think they're not off to a good start. Like the Knicks are still technically in the playoffs right now. Like currently, that like, like the the Knicks right now. My my view on the Knicks is that Julius Randle, like Julius Randle, it's either he has a great game or he has a garbage game. It's so, he's so inconsistent. And Jalen Brunson's not really playing as good as he was last year, you know, and that's really taken a toll on the Knicks. And they're they're they have they haven't been playing good defense this year, but the, their offense has been good. But their defense can't really stop can't 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 really stop really anything like like they that's 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 as far as I'm gonna go. Let's go with the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, where are they? All right, Pelicans are ten seed. They're thirteen 13-11. Zion Williamson's playing great. But the Pelicans are not off to a good start. I know the Pelicans are always like, oh, you know, they have this wicked big talent. They always have Zion. When's he gonna peak? He's not gonna peak. That's the, that's the thing. His 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 weight has became a massive problem, and and the ro- the roster around the Pelicans are really good. Just everyone thinks, oh, Zion's gonna eventually have this one breakout year because he's stupid talented. No, he's not gonna break out if his weight continues to be a massive problem. You know what I mean? Like, like Zion Williamson just can't stop exploding shoes. Like Jesus, guys! Like, when are we gonna figure it out? His weight's gonna hold him back, and he's just not that good of a player. When are we gonna figure it out? Let's move to the Hornets. Hornets are currently seven and fourteen. I'd say no. I'd say not a good start. I expected. I expected the Hornets to be much better because they have. Lamelo, they have Brandon Miller now, so. But I, I I still think that I still think the Hornets can still be like a decent team. Maybe they'll go like forty-one and forty-one. By the way, I, I I don't really expect the Hornets to make the playoffs, but I still I still think that they'll be able to be a decent team coming down the line. Rockets. I'll I'll, I'll say a really good start. I'll say it. The Dude, the Rockets are playing really good. Imei Udoka has just continued to prove why he is such a good coaching fit down in Houston. Like like he's done a really good job of developing his young his, his young players. And I think Dylan Brooks' defense with Fred VanVleet's offense has 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 really continued to be really good. They're currently on a three on a three game win streak. Now, will they make the playoffs? I don't. I really. I don't think they'll make the playoffs, but it is entirely possible with how good they are playing right now. Let's move to the Miami Heat. Thirteen and ten right now in the 8th seed. I'm going to say not a good start, but I know this is always how it goes. This is the I'm the, actually I'm actually gonna put them in what in what we expect because this is always what we expect. We expect the Heat to just be a an average team. J- Jimmy Butler doesn't play good in the regular season. Just we expect the Heat to just be like a 500 team sneak and they sneak into the postseason. But and the, and then when it and then when it comes playoff time, they're always just wicked good because well because Jimmy Butler turns into. Well, 50, well, fifty-six point Jimmy, you, you know what I mean. Like that's, this is always this is the Miami Heat cycle, you know, and the the people that have concern, they shouldn't. Alrighty, then let's move to the Brooklyn Nets. Honestly, what we expected. I didn't expect the Nets to really to really be that good of a team. Very not talented. They're they're young and they still can be a really good team. I think they should have got Damian Lillard. Yeah, they're 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 not a very talented team, and Yakvon's such a great coach that he's keeping this team, you know, above five hundred. OKC Thunder, I know immediately where I'm putting them. Man, this team this team can truly make a deep playoff run. Like with with like with Shea Gilders Alexander, with Chet Holmgren playing historically good, I have this guy in fantasy. He's been carrying my team since Damian Lillard can't. But um. Yeah, honestly, the the OKC Thunder are a good team right now. Like, right now, right right now, I think they're, 50, like they're they're fifty and seven right now. They're at the two seed. They they control their own destiny, which sounds so weird to say for the Thunder because they've been a dumpster fire for the past three years. But they control their own destiny. They could. I think they they might make a run at the one seed if the Timberwolves kind of fall off a little bit. I think the the Thunder can make a run at it. Warriors, I've seen some massive speculation right now that the Warriors are on decline and stuff like that. And they have they have Steph, they have Clay, they have Draymond, which is why I'm not gonna put them in there cooked as much as I want to. But this team's getting old and they've I like I I already I already spoke about the Warriors in like two past episodes. Like they've they've completely whiffed at the draft table. And I think people people like in the moment will think, eh, it's not that bad. But Coming down the road, four or five years, it's gonna haunt the hell out of you. And that's why the team can't rely on uh, on Steph Curry the whole time. Like he, he he's got to have some talented playmaker step up and work with him. You know, like it, it can't be a one man show. Up next we have the Boston Celtics, my favorite team, and. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say they're off to an amazing start. I know this is kind of what we expected. We expected we expected the Celtics to be just wicked damn good. They are wicked damn good, and they're blowing teams out. Like Whenever they lose, they lose close, and, when, and whenever they win, they just blow the hell out of teams, just blow the doors off them. And uh, and honestly, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Chris Eskartzingas, and Drew Holiday, that big four is going to get the job done. When it comes to postseason time, Chris Astrosingus is playing out of his head. He's playing great, and yeah, that, that's really all I have to say. Up next, we have Lakers. I know I know they just won the in season tournament cup, which honestly, I'm gonna say, I'm, I'm gonna say they're off to a good start. I didn't really expect the Lakers to be all that good of a team this year. I still think they're not that good of a team. But they are, but they are playing. They are playing pretty good basketball right now. Like I, I think any casual fan can 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 really kind of take that away from the Lakers that they're, like they like they 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 can what they can take away from the Lakers right now is they're playing really good basketball, and our last team, the Magic, and I know right where they're going. They're going right into S tier start, amazing start to the season. Look the, the Orlando Magic. I've known them as a dumpster fire because they just kind of have been a dumpster fire for the past couple of years. Dude, this team's different. Paulo Bancaro playing out of his head. Like they, they have really like, like under the radar players that are stepping up and playing really good basketball. Like this team's got such a bright future ahead of them, and and I think that bright future's start, starting to peak right now at a 16 and five record, I believe. I'm I'm going to see the Magic play in 16 and seven. My bad, in about five days. So. It's going to be a very interesting show. But I'll I'll be sure to talk about it on here, and good lord, we're already 27 27 minutes in. Alright, let's talk about the Celtics. First game, as always, Celtics play today at 7.30. Alright, if I can scroll up, that might be nice. There's not a lot of Celtics basketball. i recap that. Um, hold on, wait. Wait a minute. Sorry, y'all. That was December 1st. It's December. Holy crap. Okay, I'm... No, wait. Okay, so that should be... Dude, there was not a lot of Celtics basketball to speak about. I think... Oh, yeah, no, I already talked about this, how they lose in the in-season tournament finals. Yeah, my... In the in-season tournament knockout stage. Yeah, my bad, y'all. If there was just one... Celtics game to talk about, and not that where we went in the clinchers to clinch and spawn the knockout rounds. Celtics-Knicks. I gotta say that this game was a, no, not that, like, started clicking on the box, like, what is this, Chad? Sorry my computer is being an absolute dinosaur right now. Alright, here we go. I'm not showing you all my screen. I'm still showing you guys the tier list, my bad. All right. All right, here we go. So Celtics, 10-point win over the Knicks. Great, great, great team effort this game. Put up a 40 spot in the second quarter. That'll always get the job done, but this is what I like seeing. When Tatum and Brown don't go off for their usual 60, instead they only score, so whatever 25 plus 17 is, I think that's 42, but... I just want to make sure I can clarify that. Yeah, it is 42. So yeah, whatever Tatum and Brown only go off for 42 points, and you got other guys stepping up around them, like, well, Drew Holiday and Chris Asorzingis, Derek White going for 30. Dude, Derek White's playing out of his head right now. Like, I I, I truly think that Derek White is going to be that X-Factor that leads us to the promised land. You know, like, you already got Tatum, Brown, Borzingis, Holiday... And then you got White doing this, like Derek White was just kind of an average player on the Spurs. Coming to Boston, he's truly developed and has turned into that X factor. Al Horford had a good game. Sam Hauser had one point. Uh, Peyton Pritchard had five. Luke Kennard had four, and then. So yes, that's that's what I like to see when you know Tatum and Brown don't really combine for that many points, and they, and they they're they're still able to mop a team like the Knicks and really not give him a chance at all in this game. So that's the only Celtics basketball game that we have to talk about. Celtics play today, which is technically Tuesday at the time I'm at that time I'm recording this, you'll see this episode on Wednesday when it when it actually comes out, but but the Celtics will have played the Cavaliers by then. Let's go to the Bruins. All right. Alright, so Bruins play next on Wednesday, December 13th, yep, 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 against, well, the Devils, of course. Alright, let's start it off with the Bruins of the Sabres, this was Thursday, December 7th, and this game, we just absolutely blew this game, just did not show up to play hockey. So yeah, Hampus Lindholm had an assist. Brad Brad Marchand had the only goal of this game. Just everybody played like garbage this game. Just our 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 goaltending didn't look in sync. It, looked, it it looked like we were just skating in cement this game, which is a term that my dad likes to use. A lot, but yeah, just going down the line, just not a good, just not a good performance overall. And sometimes you'll have those, but in a but in a, in a division game, you just it you just can't have those. And like we're. Any division win helps you rank up in the standings. No matter if you're first or last, it helps you rank up. In you know the Atlantic Division. Actually, let's look at that right now. So currently, Bruins are at the top, shocker, at 18 five and three. Panthers are second at 17 eight and two. While and then the Maple Leafs are in third, 14 six and five. Red Wings are 14 nine and four. Lightning are 13 eleven and five. Canadians are 12 13 and three shocker sabers are in 7th 12 14 and 3 and then senators are at 500 at 11 and 11 so yeah i i i just didn't think the 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 bruins came up like showed up and played hockey today they like overall all in all they just didn't they just didn't play good all right let's move to the coyotes very well played games. Like th- they got they got after the Coyotes early, and you and you like to see that that the Bruins are are, are getting off the jump early, and th- and they're able to put on two first period goals to really set the tone for this game. I know the Coyotes came back a little bit, but at that point it didn't really matter because cause I think we were already up like four nothing in the driver's seat to this and of this hockey game, and it showed when the Bruins. Can get off to an early can, can get off to an early lead. I know the late game stuff has to get picked up, which is why the Coyotes were able to score. You know, th- like were are able to score three goals in this game. But either way, the Bruins still got the win, and a win's a win in the end of the day. Poshnok had two goals and an assist. Frederick had two assists. Charlie Coyle had a goal. Geeky and Nebraska each had assists. Dan Heinen had a goal. Dude, Dan Heinen has been playing really good hockey right now, and. It, it, I think he plays third line, fourth line, whatever. But he he's been scoring goals left and right, and has been contributing to already a really a really good you know like like a really good season. And he's been he's been one of the reasons. He's been one of the X factors why the Bruins are having this much success is because he's he's been able to give us third line production. And then Shattenkirk had another goal. And yeah, that's really it. So overall, very well played game by the Bruins against Arizona on Saturday. December 9th, that is. And the Bruins play the Devils tomorrow. Now we move on. Let's give it up for the New England Patriots, guys. We finally got the win against the Pittsburgh Steelers. We mopped the the floor with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mopped the floor with them. I know the score is 21. I know the score was 21 to 18. It was 21-3 with a minute with a minute left in halftime. I know the Steelers scored a touchdown before halftime, which led it to be 21-10. But Bailey Zappi played amazing. He got shut down in the second half, but still really good game. Like really good first half from Zappi with three first half passing touchdowns. He's he's the only other QB to do that besides Tom Brady. In Patriots history, I'm, I'm sure some I'm sure somebody like Patrick Mahomes has done it, or Josh Allen, or Joe Burrow, or somebody like that. But yes, Juju Smith-Schuster, great way to show up against your former team, Juju. I, I don't. I, I'm like, I'm not saying that sarcastically. Like I like I I'm I, I'm impressed with how Smith-Schuster showed up against his former team. So yeah, Zappi, nineteen for twenty-eight, two forty-three touchdowns and a pick. Zeke Elliott twenty-two for sixty-eight. Ah, uh, 22 carries for 68 yards. Ah, Ze- uh, Zeke Elliott also did a lot in the receiving game, which we'll get to in a second. Juju Smith-Schuster he had four receptions for 90 yards, and Zeke Elliott seven receptions for 72 yards and a receiving touchdown. And Hunter Henry, how about on your 29th birthday going off for three receptions for 40 yards and two touchdowns? Great game by Hunter Henry. Give it up for that. And honestly, the Pats are kind of are truly a QB away like that. Like, I know the Pats are a dumpster fire right now, and people won't believe me when I say the Pats are a QB away. And they're, they're a QB and a couple of playmakers away is because why this Pats team has been such a dumpster fire this year is because their offense, like their defense has been, has been able to hold teams to 10 points or under because we can't score over 10 points, which any any average NFL offense should be able to do. You know we 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 can be at like six seven wins right now and we're and we're just not because our offense can't can't score. So yes, either way that our defense is Super Bowl caliber. Our de- our defense is Super Bowl caliber. We're we're a playmaker and a QB. We're like two playmakers and a QB away from making the playoffs. And yeah, looking looking on the defensive side, Jelani Tavai had a hell of a day. Kyle Duggar had half a sack. Um... Mac Wilson, who was great today, he had a full sack. Barmore had half a sack, which I think Barmore and Duggar got on got combined for. So yeah, two sacks by the by the Patriots, which is good. And Mac Wilson had a phenomenal game this year. I mean, not this year, like like on on Thursday night he had a phenomenal game and <clears throat> like you like I'd say like he. I'd say Mac Mac Wilson honestly kind of carried the defense right now. So yeah, that's really all I have to say about the about this win. Honestly, the the full team just came around together, and I feel like this was Bill Belichick's kind of we gotta win. I gotta show who's the better coach. It like it, it was that kind of game. Cause if it wasn't Mike Tomlin, the pass would be losing this game. We'd got our we'd be on our way to two fifteen and Drake May. Now last week for picks, dude, I did horrible. Like I did. Absolutely hot garbage in terms of picks last week, dude. I was horrible. Like I, was, like I can't get out of my own way right now. Like I, this year is not my year, and I've completely given up on picks because a team like you know the Dolphins should win when they're up by thirteen with well, like I don't know, four minutes left. And they lose to a team like the Titans, which, by the way, I'm gonna pull that game up for you. Yeah, this is kind of how the game went. So, Dolphins should have won that game, and then the and then you have team like the Packers who just beat the Chiefs. They lay an egg against the Giants. So we went boom, boom, six and six. Hold on, scroll down, seven six. Oh, I went seven and eight. So we were. So let's say we were at like I think by last at last week's, you know, podcast if you check it out. Our overall record was, was 116 and 77, which means that we which means that if we got 8 wrong, we'd be at 80. Oh my god. I'm putrid at this. We'd be at 87. All right, I got to make some really good picks this week. So let's move. We got the Chargers at the Raiders. I'm taking the Raiders. The Chargers defense is such a dumpster fire. And for that fact right there, I think this game's gonna be low scoring. Like both both defenses should definitely should definitely show up, but the Raiders offense is better than the Chargers. Justin Herbert's not gonna play. And the Raiders are at home looking for a bounce back after that. Absolute horrible 3 0 loss to the Vikings. What is that? A hockey game? Jesus. But yes, we have a Saturday triple header now. Thank God, Saturday games are coming into play because Saturdays I have nothing to do because no college football until the playoffs, just crappy bowl games. But Vikings at the Bengals, I'm gonna take the Bengals. I know that Josh the Josh Dobbs and the Vikings played horrible last week. They are gonna look for a bounce back, but dude, the Bengals season isn't over. Like Jake Browning played really good against well the Colts, and they got a really and they got a really good win over the Colts who are playing for at four thirty on Saturday against the Steelers at home. I kinda wanna p I wanna pick the Steelers because I always know Mike Tomlin eventually just has to bounce back. But the Colts Yeah, I'm gonna I'm actually gonna pick the Steelers here. I know the Steelers have lost to technically two straight two and ten teams, which is the only team to ever do that, which which is that a team that is above five hundred to they're the first to ever do that. Lose to a two and ten team. But yes, either way, I still I still think that uh, I think Pittsburgh will actually bounce back this game and take an upset over over the Indianapolis Colts. Let's move to Saturday night. This is gonna be a hell of a game. We got the Broncos at the Lions. I know the Lions just lost to the Bears, and I know the Broncos have uh, the Broncos actually won last uh, last week. But I'm picking the Lions at home. Lions first time back at home in a really long time. And 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 this, this is going to be a hell of a game. Like, I truly believe this is going to be a hell of a game. Dan Campbell against Sean Payton should be really good. And I had the Lions because they're, they're overall, I think the Lions are just more talented. This is going to be a barn burner. I, I, I think it's going to be like a 23-20 to 20 type game. But I think I had the Lions prevailing and coming out on top. Why, I really just don't know. All right, up next, we have the Giants at the Saints. Call me crazy but give me the New York Giants. Okay, you can call me crazy all you want, but I still think the Saints didn't look that good. And the Saints are a dumpster fire when they face like a half decent team and the Giants are actually playing really good football right now. Tommy DeVito is playing amazing. He he's becoming a household household name in New York right now for his celebration, which is this, I think. And yeah, the then and the Giants just pulled off a massive upset at home against the Packers, who were on a massive hot streak. Just beat the Chiefs. So yes, I actually have the Giants walking into New Orleans and getting the win. All right, up next we have the Bears at the Browns. Browns show that even that Browns show that they can beat a good team like the Jags, even with Joe Flacco. Actually, Joe Flacco got named starter for the rest of the year, and I'm and for that exact reason, I'm going to pick Cleveland. I know. I know the Bears just got the win over the Lions, but the Browns are far are are a far more su, are a far more superior you know defense, and the defensive line is going to absolutely wreck this game for the Bears. Justin Fields is gonna have no time to throw, is gonna have no time to throw, and I think that'll lead to problems for the Bears. So, Browns win. All right, we have the Falcons at the Panthers. I'm act- I'm, I'm 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 I picked the Panthers a bit too much, but this time I pick against them. I'm going to pick the Atlanta Falcons this one to win a close one, 23-20. Why? I really don't know. Maybe because the Panthers are a dumpster fire. Let's move to Buccaneers of the Packers. This would like two years ago. This was Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Now it's Jordan Love versus Baker Mayfield. Dumpster fire. I have the Packers. Bouncing back over the loss against the Giants because the Tampa Bay Bucks have just been not a good football team right now. They haven't they they haven't been good. And they sna- and they snapped their you know, and, and two weeks ago they snapped their losing streak against the Panthers and didn't even play good that game. So yes, I think the Packers are a far more talented team than the Bucs, and I have the Packers getting the win over the Bucs at home. All right, up next we have the Dolphins at the uh, Jets. At the Dolphins, I know the Jets got a huge win against the Texans, like a thirty-to-six win, thirty-six upset. But the Dolphins are just a different. They're, the Dolphins are just a different type of team, and I, I think the Dolphins are going to absolutely blow the doors off the Jets. And and it's at home, which means the Dolphins have a cheat code, and they can make the Jets sideline a like thirty degrees hotter. So yeah, for that for that reason, I think Dolphins win this one this one at home. All right, now up next we have the Chiefs at the Patriots. This game got flexed out, and the Chiefs are playing like absolute crap right now. The Chiefs are playing like their Chiefs are playing like garbage. They're not playing good football, and the Pats they they should bounce back. But the thing is, I don't know. I'm still gonna pick the Chiefs because I need to get picks right. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Pats actually won this game. Up next we have the Texans at the Titans. Titans got a massive win against against the Houston Te- against um the what's called the the Miami Dolphins, where they came back with where well, they came back in crunch time and ended up getting the win. But I I I look for the Texans to bounce back, even if even if the Texans have a backup QB, I still think I, I still think that they get the win, which might sound stupid as hell, but you know I I believe it I, and I still think CJ is gonna play. Next we have the Niners at the Cardinals. Niners should win for the sake of the Cardinals aren't that good and the Niners are playing really good football. Got the win against you know the Seahawks. And yeah that, that that's that's really all that's really all, all I can say. Up next we have the Commanders at the Rams. I'm 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 gonna pick the and dude. This is tough, but there, I I know the Rams lost to. The Ravens on a on a uh, on a kick return. The Rams played amazing that game. Like like the Rams actually played, you know, r- really good. And I and I think that they should have they should have no problem against the Commanders. Sam Howell's still going to throw for like three hundred yards because that's how Sam Howell rolls. But the but the Rams should still win this game. Up next we have the Cowboys at the Bills. Dude, this is going to be a hell of a game right here. Cowboys Bills are going to be really good. And I'm going to be honest, I have, dude, this is tough. I'm actually going to pick the Dallas Cowboys to get a win on the road in Buffalo, which is never going to be easy. But the Bills, I think, I know they got the win on the road against Casey, but Josh Allen always beats Mahomes in the in the regular season. But yes, the Cowboys just just blew the doors off the Eagles. The Cowboys are just going to continue to ride the momentum into Buffalo where they get the win. Alright, Sunday night football, Ravens at the Jags. I actually have the yeah, I have the Ravens in this one. It's it's gonna be really close. It's gonna be a great game. But the Ravens are the far more talented team, and the and the Jags don't look full hundred percent. They're dealing with injuries. I know the Jags are playing at home, but that shouldn't stop the Ravens. Alright, up next week the Eagles at the Seahawks. Eagles Eagles win this one because the Seahawks just, have just been has have just been disappointing. Right now. Seahawks, I don't see this team making I don't see the Seahawks making the playoffs. I know in my early in my early season predictions I had the Seahawks actually making the Super Bowl as a really fun pick. That looks like garbage right now, but Yes, I either way I think the Eagles should win on Sunday Night Football and they finally bounce back after such horrible weeks against, well, the Cowboys and the Niners. That's gonna do it for this one, everybody. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um make sure you go check me out on on spot on uh, Instagram at Big Four Sports Podcast, no spaces, and then on YouTube, as it shows up in Spotify. That'll do it for this one. Hope you guys enjoyed. All right, peace.